Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru. And today I really want to bring you some thoughts on why your doctor might need a partner when helping you through menopause. And what I want to talk about is some things that we don't really, that we don't really think about when we think about the medical system. And when we think about the medical system being able to fix us during menopause. Now, the first thing I really want to emphasize here is that fixing us during menopause is really a, a misnomer or a mis, a wrong way of thinking about it because during menopause is a natural process for the most part. Now, we interfere with that in a few ways, um, especially through birth control or surgery or some of those things. Sometimes it's necessary, sometimes it's not, but we do interfere with it. Overall, the process of moving from our years in which our reproductive cycle was active to those when it's no longer a part of our lives is a natural process. And so at the base, menopause doesn't need to be fixed. We might need to fix the way we're moving through it but it's not a disease. It's a natural process. Just as having a baby, um, puberty is a natural process. It's not always a comfortable one, but it is one in which the human body is doing what it's designed to do. So when you go to a doctor and say, in essence, fix me, um, that's what we were used to saying in the Western, in the world of Western medicine, about problems we're having in our health. But it's not actually accurate in this case. Sometimes we're looking for symptom relief, but if we're looking to reverse menopause, it's not going to happen because we no longer have the ability to ovulate. And so even places where they say, oh, we can reverse menopause. I've seen that in the literature several times lately. What they can do is force your body to continue to have a cycle. Now, I don't even think that's going to actually do what you think it might do because a cycle without ovulation is not going to create the progesterone. We've talked about it before. Progesterone comes from the corpus luteum. The corpus luteum is um, 
the remainder after an egg has been released for ovulation. So menopause is a natural, but it's finite. And when it stops, you are no longer the same person you were before. Okay, so six reasons your doctor may not have the whole solution. Okay, number six, they often don't have the time. And what was this really came through to me a few years ago when somebody told me that most doctors, most specialists are slated by insurance reimbursement to see five patients every hour. That means that they have 12 minutes to see you, unless if they have to go to the bathroom. So your doctor doesn't have the time to tell you all the things you need to know. So one of your partners through this situ- through this uh, transition in your life um, needs to be somebody who can who has the time and the understanding to tell you what's going on. Now, I try and do that here on the podcast, but I also do it with my private clients and I do it in class with groups of clients because we need to understand what's happening to us. And when we do it in a group, we're talking about what's happening to the average woman. And when we do it one-on-one, often we're talking about what specifically is happening to that particular woman. Okay, so number six is they don't have the time you need to understand what's going on in your body. Number five, specialists. And here we're talking about people who deal with one or one system in your body or one body part. My, I go to an orthopedic practice every time I do something really stupid and mess up one part of my body or another. They have a hand specialist. They have an arm specialist. They have an elbow specialist. They have a leg specialist. They have a knee specialist and an ankle specialist. I didn't see the same person for my ankle, for my broken ankle that I did for my knees um, when they were giving me trouble. So specialists work on a very specific thing. And their training in menopause may be non-existent. They may have had a, had a lecture on menopause. They may know what the average person knows about menopause, and the average person only knows that your period stopped. They don't understand how those fluctuating and changing hormones affect all of you. So they may not know how menopause affects the specific system that they're working with. So if you go to a kidney specialist, the kidney specialist may not be aware of how estrogen is affecting the salt levels in your body. It does, but they may not be aware of. If you go to a cardiologist, the cardiologist may not be aware that a good number of women have heart palpitations as a symptom of menopause. And they may not think to ask you if you don't fit their definition of where menopause should happen. And for a 
35 year old male doctor, that may not be who you look, <laughs> look like. They may not have a, an idea of when that's happening for you. So if you don't know to tell your doctor this is what's happening, what's going to happen? They're going to assume your heart palpitations are some funky uh, arrhythmic thing going on in your heart. So they're going to send you for an EKG, and then they're going to send you for, an, for the next test and the next test. And you're going to wind up going home with a halter monitor. And after two weeks or whatever it is, they're going to wind up saying, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to have an answer. Whereas the answer is pretty simple. You're going through menopause and heart palpitations are non, um, they're not a minor number of people who have that symptom. A lot of women have that symptom. So if you know that, then when they do the tests and they don't find anything, and I don't tell you not to go get the tests, but you can go in a much more relaxed manner if your assumption is that it's menopause. Your GP, your primary care physician has probably had a little bit more understanding of what menopause is, but not necessarily a full understanding. And so unless you're talking to that person very specifically, they may not be thinking menopause. And I found this again, with my own doctors, who are actually very good at it. Um, but when I go, when I, when I go into the, the practice, it, some of it depends on which doctor I, I talk with, and how much, honestly, how much education I've given that particular doctor. Reason number four, specialists don't see the whole picture. So when you go in and talk to a specialist and you talk about your symptoms, they're only listening for the ones that affect them. So if you go in and talk, this happened to me, all my own stories. Um, when I was in my early 50s, I had, um, I came back one week after having experienced a number of weeks of low back pain. Um, and I was working out more and I was um, doing a lot of weights and stuff like that. I was doing a lot of running and I was a little worried because it was starting to impact my performance. It was okay. My performance is not, you know, I'm not up here with athletics, but I didn't want, it to get worse. So I went to an orthopedist. Yeah, the low back specialist. And he looks at it and he sends me for a bone density scan, which was actually very, very good in a very good range. And he did a couple other tests and he said, ah, you've got arthritis. This is just a part of getting older. Um, it's going to affect you. That's what it is. He didn't mention menopausal arthritis, which actually is worse during perimenopause than it is after. He also didn't have a full understanding of what I could do about it, but he didn't know 
where I was in menopause because he didn't ask about any other symptoms. Those specialists often don't see the full picture. And therefore, they, they're just working on the one particular symptom that pertains to their specialty. Okay, number three, they don't necessarily have the tools to support health. More likely, your, special, your doctor is looking to alleviate, reduce one single symptom or one small constellation of symptoms that you are coming to them with. Now, your gynecologist may offer you hormone replacement therapy, which may or may not make a whole lot of symptoms better but it doesn't necessarily always make all of your symptoms better. So what you wind up doing in some cases is going from doctor specialist to specialist to specialist, collecting prescriptions at each one of those. I don't know about you, but that scares me because I've never seen a medication even hormone replacement therapy, even bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, that does not change other things in your body that it shouldn't. They call those side effects. And I remember listening to functional medicine doctors say, no, all of these things are effects of the medication. It's just that we want some of them and we don't want others. So if you go to the doctor and you say, I'm having hot flashes, depending on the doctor, they may prescribe you an antidepressant. Now, antidepressants have all kinds of side effects, not the least of which is that they're highly addictive. So you might find yourself with a handful of prescriptions that are doing all kinds of things in your body that you don't want to have. And when you go back to the doctor, they say, well, you don't want this. This comes with the medication to do that. So instead of giving you a tool like let's support your immune system or let's boost your vitamin D or let's make you healthier overall and give your body the way to handle this particular symptom, they're giving you a pill that has a bunch of side effects. Um, so they really do I remember going to, to the doctors with my mother. Um, she was 88. She wasn't in good health. Um, but she wanted to feel better. And she went, went to her doctor and she said, I need to feel better. And the doctor said, well, we could put you on X medication. I can't remember what it was. And my mother said, no, I don't want to take another pill. And the doctor said, well, there's no surgery that can correct this situation that, you, that you're in. My mother was, um, although she was becoming more and more less mobile, more and more less mobile. Okay. She was losing her ability to walk. The 
problem was there was nothing nothing structural that they could change with surgery. It wouldn't make it any better. So the doctor said, well, I can give you a diet that's going to help you feel better. My mother said, nope, not changing the way I eat. So the doctor said, well, I can send the physical therapists out to the house and they can help you with your mobility and help you move better. And she says, no, that never worked. Doesn't work because she didn't work the program. But that's beside the point. The doctor said to her, well, what do you want me to do? You, these are all the tools I have. And it, it, she, he was actually pretty good because he actually offered exercise and um, diet as, as potential fixes. But doctors don't have unlimited tools to fix us. And so sometimes we have to take responsibility for fixing ourselves through diet and exercise. And to me also sleep and stress management. Those are the other two things and support. Those are the things that we use. Those are the tools we have to change the way we are in the world. And that includes our health, our overall wellness and wellness goes beyond just not having symptoms our wellness goes to the point of how much energy we have how well we sleep how well we feel when we get up in the morning whether or not we're happy uh, yeah i said it wellness affects how happy we feel yes you can be happy and unwell i know some people go through some pretty rough times with uh, debilitating and terminal illnesses and never really let it bring them completely down. But truly happy often goes with truly well. So that's the third. Number six, they don't have the time you need. Number five, they don't have the training in what's going on, why menopause affects it. Number four, specialists don't see the whole picture. Number three, they don't have the tools to support help. Now, some doctor's offices have the ability to send you to a nutritionist or physical therapy and get the support you need for that. That's when they start bringing in a partner. You can bring in a partner too. Number two, uh, doctors often dismiss your concerns. And this is when we get into the some of the things that, things that we've already talked about, those aren't the doctor's fault. Honestly, it's, it's what they have. It's how they've been trained. It's the insurance system they, they work within. But doctors often come in thinking that menopause is just something that women have to deal with. And honestly, the scary thing is not all, not all the doctors who think you have to get through it just this one way uh, are men. Sometimes women have this same misperception that we're exaggerating or um, 
we just need to grin and bear, uh, grit our teeth and bear it. Um, when I talk in my book about the seven ways to go through menopause, one of them is just grit your teeth and do it. Um, it's not a really good recommendation for most of us. What I want to say is that if a doctor is dismissing your concerns, dismissing your um, feelings as a, as they're all in your head, as as if that's not not a reason to deal with uh, what's going on. You need to see another a different doctor. You need to get a second opinion. Many of the things that they say are all in our head really are all in our head, but they're the way that the hormones are affecting our brains, which affects how we think and how we feel. So, yeah, it's all in our heads, but it's all in our hormones. So the, the other piece of this is that doctors often see their jobs, their functions as fixing problems. So they may see, they may not see menopause as a problem to be fixed, but something that we have to go through. And therefore, it's not their job to fix it. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's not. I don't necessarily think that HRT and drugs are the only way to go. But dismissing our concerns is not okay. So if your doctor is dismissing your health concerns over menopausal symptoms, um, I actually just talked with a friend of mine recently, chatted back and forth on Facebook. I've known her for several years, and I've watched her go through some things. And I kept saying, she needs more help than she's getting. And finally, one doctor told her it was all menopause. And somehow she got in, got involved with another doctor. And he told her, no, indeed, it is beyond menopause. You have a severe case of endometriosis. And we need to do surgery to correct this. Now, not all cases of endometriosis require a hysterectomy. Hers did. Well, for probably two years, a doctor was was dismissing her concerns and said, oh no, it's just menopause. Grin and bear. And yet, it was a very painful and debilitating disease, endometriosis. And endometriosis is uh, driven in part by estrogen. So when you're in, in an estrogen-dominant state of perimenopause, it's just making it worse. So yes, you knew, do need to go and talk to a doctor. You need to talk with a surgeon. You may need an ablation. You may need a, a hysterectomy. You may need more than that, depending on when that where that endometrial tissue is is um, building up. 
So don't let a doctor dismiss your concerns. So the final thing I want to say, number one reason that you need a partner going through this that's not just a doctor is that they don't see education, nutrition, exercise, or sticking to a plan that creates health as their job. You see it as yours. And yet, everything that we knew as younger women, everything that we knew that worked has stopped working. That's why I do what I do. I work with women to create plans that work specifically for them, for the hormonal imbalances, to deal with the changes of their lives as they go through menopause, to find the right tool. So if your doctor is, um, and one of the things that I include in my my plans for women is the way that you need to talk with your doctor about these particular symptoms. So if your doctor is dismissing your concerns, if your doctor doesn't see that health versus lack of symptoms or wellness versus lack of symptoms is not his job, if or her job, if your doctor doesn't have any tools to offer you besides drugs and surgery, if your doctor uh, doesn't see the whole picture, doesn't ask about everything else that's going on, doesn't see you as a woman going through menopause, um, if your doctor doesn't have the time for you or the training or the understanding of menopause, I strongly recommend that you find the support you need to understand and go through menopause in a way that's building towards a healthy future. Health now, lack of symptoms now, health in the future. Because here's the thing, you're not going crazy right now, your hormones that can be fixed without hormone therapy for the most part. Not everybody, but many people can fix it with some very simple changes. And what happens is you get the things you need. You get more energy, better sleep, glowing skin. You get um, less hot flashes. You get less anger less irritability, less uh, feeling like you don't understand what's going on in you. So in just a moment, I'm going to be back with three things making me smile today. And I'm also going to give you my number one tip for getting through menopause. Are you running on empty? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you're done for the day before you even get out of bed? Menopause can do that to you. The changes in menopause echo throughout your body, causing symptoms like depression, anger, GERD, weight gain, insomnia, and fatigue. The symptoms can last for decades. I've helped hundreds of women get better sleep 
wake up full of energy that lasts the whole day and ditch all the other symptoms that were dragging them down. I'd like to offer you a free consultation with me to find out how you can take control of your menopause journey and feel better now. You can schedule your time to talk at menopause.guru slash consult. Welcome back, everybody. Three things making me smile. Let's see. Spring. It's spring. Um, the weather's great. The trees are fully bloomed out here. Where you are, it might be in another couple of weeks before it happens, but it's coming. I promise spring is coming. And with spring, maybe maybe you have more energy. Maybe you feel more like getting out and playing in the world. Maybe you like the lighter clothes that you get to wear. All of those things come with spring. And I, and spring makes me smile. The second thing making me smile today, um, pets. <laughs> um, I just heard my dog barking in the backyard. I saw my cat run, run around way as I came into this room. She hangs out a lot of times up in this area. And um, I'm going to tell you that pets can make a big difference in your menopause journey. And um, dogs can make you, can help you get more exercise because you have to get out and, and walk them and uh, play with them and enjoy their their antics. Um, the younger they are, the more energetic they are. Uh, and your cat purring is an amazing thing. Purring, um, purring actually, they've done some studies. It uh, actually it has does some really cool brain things to some brain chemicals that make us happy. Um, in particular, serotonin and oxytocin, which both um, both get stimulated by a cat's purr. Hmm. Who think that? Um, the third thing I am smiling about. Um, let's see. Uh, got my car washed today. <laughs> I know that's silly, but um, I love going through the car wash. Do you? Well, let me know because I it's it's just a fun I I go through you know an automated car wash you put get your wheels in the right place and you go through and the soap comes down and the water comes down and the things do what the things do and I just I love going through the car wash it's my happy place so I got my car wash today so that that's making me happy one last tip I'm going to actually sit here and recommend my book because um, I wrote it specifically to provide the information that women need as they move through menopause. And I have put my book out on a um, fulfillment site and they can send you the book for less than you're getting it from Amazon if you'd like that and um, you can also order the ebook through Amazon it's still through Amazon right now there's also an audio version out there 
available to you on audiobooks. And um, I designed my my book, I Just Want to Be Me Again, uh, for women who feel like their head is exploding. That's why the, the graphic. And I want you to know that it's designed to give you the information about not just what's going on, but what you can do about it. And so my best tip is to get the information you need before you wind up having to deal with doctors who are telling you to call in your head or all that stuff. I'm John Andrus. This is Menopause Matters. And join me next week as I talk about another topic that's important to women going through menopause. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.